Uh, bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes is for up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app, which I just downloaded myself as a member. Uh, anyway, with that, play the music. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bomb Show here. I am your host, CJ Sullivan. Um... Wild card weekend, super wild card weekend, mega wild card weekend, wacky. The sh- <laughs> That's the new title NFL calls it. Super wild card. The regular season's over with. The show is the contest picks. We did not win. Survivor, we did not win. We lost early and often. But we're extending the bottom line bomb show to the playoff games. We've got six playoff games this weekend, so we're going to go through all six. I'm not going to do much of an introduction. We're going to get right into them, really. Usually I do a nice intro, casually get into it, recap the wins and losses, but who cares? Who cares? Week 18 was his. Although we did, we we were we were pretty much right on with the... Who cares? Some coaches did throw us for a loop. We'll get into that in a little bit. The fun, the, I think the most fun thing that happened, and welcome everyone who's watching on YouTube live as I'm streaming. I'm looking at my picture of me on the box there. I look awful. Good Lord, I need to clean up my act. I have gotten away from myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> last week, the last week regular season, uh, all the playoff teams are pretty much determined. So oh, it was fun watching the Packers lose to Detroit. Detroit knocked Detroit knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs. That was probably the fun uh, the game of the week. But it's funny how we all celebrated Detroit and they were losers as well. They also did not get in the playoffs. Like Detroit just took Green Bay down to their level. <laughs> that was fun. Ha <laughs> We're not we're both going home. Dan Campbell, everyone everyone applauded Dan Campbell for going for it fourth down, hooking laterals. Yeah, he he only did that shit because the game meant nothing to them. And that's whatever. But that proves when you don't concern yourself with those things and uh, you can do well. Anyway, so we have six mega playoff, super wild card weekend playoff games. Oh, the other fun game I thought was, uh, of course, the worst game you'd think, the Colts and Texans. Houston Texans beat the Colts on the Hail Mary at the end and uh, cost themselves the number one pick. So I like that. I like when you win and you lose at the same time. Everyone's mad at Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith was great. They told him they they knew they were firing him after the game, but they let him coach, and they didn't want him to win. Well, why? What a great way to fuck your old employer. Don't win this game. Yeah, all right. How about? <laughs> Listen, I, I'll try, but we're playing the Colts here, so you got you got to talk to them. Throw a fourth and 20 Hail Mary right through the guy's hands. And people were outraged. They didn't even wait till Monday. You're fired. They fi- <laughs> the players picked him up on his shoulder, Lovey Smith on his shoulders, and they fired him right there. Don't even come. Don't even get on the plane. 
How dare you win? People are outraged. Not really. RG3 texted, Lovey Smith didn't deserve it. got fired. Have a, a black coach take the fall for that. No, you're probably right. He also didn't deserve to get hired, but that's the gig. Yeah, all right. He, whatever. What, there was a big thing with the number one pick. They, I think the number one pick, it's funny about the number one pick. You like it's, it's glamorous to have the number one pick. Now the Bears have it. And the Bears have a quarterback. So they're probably not going to take a quarterback, but they can trade it. And people just want the number one pick. They just want to trade for it. The Colts, just said, the Colts who are desperate, that we'll do anything for that number one pick. We are desperate. And they will. So the Bears prove so good to load for it, which is great. I think the Texans should trade for the number one pick, even though they're number two. That'd be hilarious. Hey, uh, that thing we just gave you, can we have that back? Come on. You get a number two, who cares? I, I put that up in a Discord as a joke, and people didn't understand that it was a joke. Because, yeah, you can't do that. The visuals would be, too, <laughs> would be too awful, but who cares about the number one? I mean, I get it. There's a couple good quarterbacks up there. I don't know. One of them might be amazing. The Alabama quarterback, the Ohio State quarterback, they all look great. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. But also, who knows? Look at the Niners. None of these idiots know anything. They traded up for everything to take Trey Lance number three. And he might be the third best quarterback on our team. Meanwhile, the last pick of the draft, Brock Purdy, is their best quarterback. The last pick. So, no, so who the fuck? Nobody knows anything. But you want that number one pick. Speaking of which, let's get to that game. San Francisco versus Seattle. We'll get right into that, and then we'll do a quick uh, read. Because we got to... The line's nine and a half. San Francisco or Seattle with Brock Purdy. That's the only reason... The widest line is even as small as nine and a half. Well, they're playing division opponent. They're playing the third time. And there's an old saying, it's hard to beat a team three times. And then there's another saying, unless that team is Seattle. Quarterbacked by Geno Smith and coached by Pete Carroll. Then it's very easy. Then you'll, you'll do it every time. The Niners are probably going to smoke Seattle. Problem is, I just don't see it. No, Seattle, both times they played San Francisco, they have not been able to do anything with the ball. I doubt anything's going to happen in the rain again the third time. Um, plus, they really showed themselves last week. They, they needed to win to get in and then get lucky with Detroit, which they did. <clears throat> they beat Baker Mayfield at home barely in overtime by a field goal. And then they celebrated. <laughs> like they threw a parade like the Timberwolves last year when they won that play-in game and Pat Beverly's crying and are throwing shirts at the stands. And then, of course, they got smoked the next round. I mean, what are you doing? I think that that was it. Seattle came. What? We got to play a game now in San Francisco in the rain? Yeah, so I want to get through that game real quickly. So you have uh, the, Brock Purdy is the only thing they're saying is the only reason why you would possibly doubt why they wouldn't cover. Um, but he'll be fine. He was the last pick of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. What a fun nickname that is. Mr. Irrelevant. You're not even relevant. You're a professional football player. They throw a parade, they throw a parade for that, and you're just a seventh-round pick. Not that big of a deal. It's not like the way it used to be. When I was 30 rounds of a draft held in a hotel lobby. It was like a hotel office ring. They would draft like 
coaches' sons and handicapped people who are in wheelchairs. Red Auerbach says, with the Boston Celtics select, crippled little Johnny. Crippled Johnny's stand up. Well, don't stand up. We'll roll on over here. Here's a cigar. I told your mom I'd make you a Celtic. That's how the draft used to be. Anyway, now it's not. And we're going to go with San Francisco minus nine and a half to start us off. That's the first game. Get it out of the way. No need to talk about it anymore. Let me hit, let me detonate that bomb. Doing ad reading, and then we'll get into the real playoff games in this what on this special bottom line bombs wild card weekend, super wild card weekend. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. WinBet, ready to play? You sign up today, receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100. Limited estate availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash win bet w-i-n-n-b-e-t offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you do you know a person he's right in front of you as long as you're in front of a mirror you call 1-800-522-4700 but like I said not all problems need to be solved um that is, <laughs> that's, 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 oh, we also have a playoff challenge. I got to read that real quick. Then we'll get into it. SGPN has teamed up with homage for an NFL playoff challenge. The winner gets $300 cash, $100 SGPN gift card, and a $100 homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. They do. Check them out at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash homage. For all content details, to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. That's a fun thing. Playoff challenge. Um, homage. They do have good shuffling. They're cool retro gear. They're, they're taking a leap of faith thinking that sports fans are going to know how to spell homage when they hear it. Of course, it's like H-O-M-A-G-E. It's got a very fancy pronunciation. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's get into the other bombs. Oh, we have a comment here. Eric Acosta, welcome to the uh, show. He says the 49ers picked Purdy <laughs> like Carrie's classmates picked her to the prom queen. All right. And then she became uh, the scariest prom queen of all. And the locker room is bleak. There's blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. <laughs> Boy, Carrie, uh, the famous Stephen King Carrie. A lot of blood in that. Period blood. Buckets of blood. Just blood. Period. I feel like 70s period uh, uh, women's periods, I'm talking about menstrual uh, blood, uh, was was very prominent in horror movies. <laughs> Nothing was scarier than a woman's period in the 70s. And Carrie was up. But yeah, but now Brock Purdy is the, uh, it's just funny. Brock, it just proves that nobody knows anything. Brock Purdy, the last pick of the draft is their best quarterback. And uh, now the Bears are the number one pick. And the Colts will do anything for it. Uh, anyway, let's move on. To, uh, speaking of Eric Goss, 
We were talking about this game last week. The Buffalo, Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo's minus 13. This line jumped up to 13. Um, DeMar Tamlin. Hamlin. How do I mispronounce his name? Um, <laughs> I got to, uh, I got to shut off my text. Sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. Um, oh, boy. Um, anyway, Tamar Hamlin is back home. That's good news, of course. Like he's out of the hospital. Pretty amazing. And he's in Buffalo for this game. I don't know if they're going to bring him out to the field, to the stadium. That would be crazy. I think they have to sit on Demar for next week. If you bring him out for this game, I think you're wasting it on Miami. I mean, the place is going to go nuts. Save him for the Bengals game next week. That's going to be your last time. Game. Speaking of which, they, did, they, they announced today, right before I did this, uh, the show, that uh, if the Bills and the Chiefs play in the AFC title game, it's going to be held in Atlanta, in a dome, which whatever. You can complain about that all you want, but what about next week's game versus the Bengals? The Bengals are just getting fucked out of this whole deal. (laughs) Oh, no, that's in Buffalo. Yeah, but we were going to beat them. Yeah, well, whatever. We don't care. We want the Bills and Chiefs to play, so that's going to be in Buffalo. No doubt about that. Anyway, DeMar Hamlin's back in uh, Buffalo. They can't, I don't know. I don't think they can bring him out. He's tweeting. DeMar Hamlin's healthy and tweet. He tweeted out last week. Last week was already emotional. They return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. He tweets out. Uh, so before we get into the tweet, <laughs> well, he tweeted out OMFG, which stands for Oh My Fucking God, which was amazing. It was an amazing thing. See, that's and then if you, it's kind of funny if you if you take a look. There's uh, crazy Christians on there tweeting back at Demar Hamlin not to take the Lord's name in vain, which he didn't. Even. He used the initials OMFG. But my kid had to say that. Now we're done with you. We prayed for you. And this is how you take, this is how you treat God. We take our prayers back. Fuck you, Damar. <laughs> Christians are absolutely insane. As a man who went to Catholic schools in entire life. Um, it's, I like backlash at Damar. This is why I brought it up. Cause uh, Eric Acosta had a funny line. Um, there's a story when Damar woke up, consciousness they reported it the first thing he said was did we win and the doctor says you won the game of life damar like there all right there's a 30 percent chance that happened but what a ridiculous line to say back to what kind of fucking after school movie is this someone else tweeted like it's kind of like when they all those commercials when they try to compare whatever product they're selling to a football game well it's the fourth it's the fourth quarter in personal injury news, call Jacob. Um, but did we win? That was the first thing on his mind, the game. And Eric Costa, uh, he had a funny line. He's like, Skip Bayless takes a lot of shit for that. And his tweet, they want to know when he's going to play the game. But Damar, he does it, doesn't get any backlash. Where's the backlash for Damar? He should be worried about thoughts and prayers, not who won the game. It's not about who won the game, Damar. You should be praying for yourself. How dare you? Where's your thoughts? <laughs> but oh, Skip Bayless. That happened to me one time. I was I was passed out in uh, a Mandalay Bay sports book. 
from 18 free Jack and Diets from my, I was stuck gambling. So you, this is back when you didn't get drink tickets. You used, you go in a sports book, you were drinking for free. They didn't even give you tickets, just whatever. And so when I would lose all my money, then you just bet a few games that you could at least kill some hours there. And I passed out and then I got woken up by security. My first reaction, did we cover? Did Arizona state cover? And he said, no, but you backdoored, <laughs> you backdoored the gamble of life, sir. Now get the fuck. Now you have to get out of here. You covered the game of life. You got backdoored. That'd be a fun little video. I should make that or just talk about it. I remember that's what you would do. You would hang out in that sports book. I remember in like, <laughs> it was kind of a sad story. So the waitress, every time she's, you know, she kept bringing me drinks and I would tip her a couple bucks or something every time. And she literally stopped me from tipping her. Like, cause she could tell how broke I was. She's like, you don't have to do this. Uh, I, I make a lot more money out on the, on the floor. There's people giving me hundreds of dollars. bills. look at me. I'm a gorgeous Vegas waitress. Okay. I make money out there. You save your money. She told me to save my money and to stop tipping her. What? Who wait? Good service out there. That's before. And I feel like, Ace Rothstein before the junk bonds came in and ruined him out. Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Anyway, so uh, where were we? Buffalo. <laughs> Miami and DeMar Hamlin. Um, yeah, so they should crush Miami. <clears throat> Another thing I said, it's, it's uh, well, this is the third time they're playing, but they split these series. The, Miami's just not allowed to win this game. They can't even keep this close. They're just not allowed. The NFL, well, these are the rules. And we and and Tua knows it. Hell, Teddy Bridgewater knows it. They're not like I'm not going out there. Are you crazy and try to beat Buffalo with the Mar Hamlin situation going on. Enter Skylar Thompson, a classic white villain from the '80s, ski instructor. Skylar, I'll do it. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be, everyone can hate me. Nobody likes me. See, Teddy Tua and Teddy are too smart for that shit. They're not going out there. So it'll be Buffalo minus 13. That'll be a, that should be, a, well, it'll be just like last year. I think of Buffalo, New England, like ah, a third time. Watch out. Remember New England, remember New England beat them like, by running. Like they threw the ball twice. And like, ah, they got their number. And the third time Buffalo won by like 50. So that's, what's going to happen. This, these are the rules. There's just, this is so inevitable. The only Thing, the only thing Buffalo has to worry about is bringing up DeMar Hamlin too early. You literally have to handicap. When should we save him to get this fucking crowd into a frenzy? And let's do it for our illegal game versus the Bengals next week. So Buffalo minus 13, let's detonate it. All right. Let's move on to uh, Jacksonville Chargers. This is uh, this is my favorite game of the weekend as far as good football action competitive. I like the over in this game, by the way. Now that I'm not now that I'm not a slave to the contest picks, I can give totals out, and I like the over here, forty seven and a half. I think both off. It's, it's going to be a fun game. It's a Saturday night game. Um, I wanted to take the Chargers. I like the Chargers. I've adopted I've adopted the Chargers since I've come to L.A. I that's when they played in that soccer stadium. But they're so ridiculous of a team. They're absolutely ridiculous. 
And it's Brandon Staley. I think he has his fooled. We all thought he was a smart, this genius guy, you know, boy, one, you know, whatever did the metrics. He, he, he just threw himself into the mix of these young coaches that you never heard of that are smart and that do all things by the advanced metrics and shit. And Staley kind of lied his way into it by convincing us. He's one of these, uh, whiz kids. And he's, he's not, he's just, he's not really smart. He's just, he just hangs around very dumb people. So we assume he's smart. And then when you get into it, when he starts talking in length and doing things, you start realizing, Oh, wait a minute, this guy, hold on. Is this guy not smart? We just like the, the you can see the press asking about, wait a minute, were we fooled by this guy? It's kind of like Dana White. <laughs> I get in that situation. The UFC guy, like he, like he's, he starts talking about like, oh, he just hangs around meatheads. His press conference was amazing. Look at that. Because they both had press conferences this week where Staley, first of all, last year, Staley would go for it every fourth down. I'm like, you can't do that. You go for it too many. Oh, you don't like that? All right. Well, then I won't ever go for it. That's what he did this year. No, we'll put a mix in there. So then we thought he'd be smart and not play his starters last week versus Denver. I gave out Denver minus three. It turned out to be a push. The line went off at six. So if you bet it to Chargers like a normal person, Denver like a normal person, you lost because this idiot wouldn't fucking bench his starters. The Chargers played their starters for no reason. And then they asked him about it afterwards in his press conference. It was, it was crazy. He's like, ah, well, listen, we only have 48 active guys. That's what he kept saying. What do you want me to do? We have 48 active guys. Great. We have 22 starters. So... By our math, that's 26 people that could be playing that aren't your starters. Yeah, but then what are we going to do with them? They, they're just going to ha- come to Denver, watch the game? You can't just, then he says, you can't, his, you got to listen to the whole press conference when you have the chance, but he goes, it's like five minutes because you can't decide who's going to play and who isn't. He's trying to break down the reporters. We're like, yeah, no, you can. We're not like you, these fucking meatheads you talk to. We understand things. You can't decide who's going to play and who is. Yes, you can. You're the coach. That's exa- Actually, that's your job. That's what the coach does. He decides who's going to play and who isn't. The players can't do that. You're right. You can, though. You're the coach. That's why we're asking you. We're not, that's why we're not asking Mike Williams, who gets hurt every time he plays football. So maybe don't play him. That was great, too. Our game plan was we we're going to play our starters uh, and then be safe for next week. Okay, how, how, how does that work? We're going to be very safe by playing an NFL football game. Mike Williams got carted off. Got carted off to the locker room, and he got carted to the bus. Bosa got hurt. Hey, he wasn't playing safe. We told him to play safe. We gave him... Orange cones. We asked. We asked the Broncos if they would do two hand touch on them. They wouldn't agree. So if you have a problem, you should probably talk to Denver. We wanted flags for our guys. Denver did not agree. So I'd I'd bring it up to them. He's like, look at the other big names. Pat Mahomes played. Yeah, we had something to play for. Sure, sure. But uh, who else? Aaron Rodgers played. Yeah, but they had to win. Okay. Okay. Who else? Uh, I don't know. I just don't see how you can bench guys. <laughs> That's why I say it's like Dan White. 
Dana White, Dana White, of course, had a, a video where he uh, punched his wife. I mean, I'm not laughing about that, but assaulted his wife on New Year's Eve, drunk. And uh, there's two different stories. There's a story of there's a video of him doing of him doing it, and then the whole, and then the bigger story is how come ESPN isn't covering that, which is amazing. Well, it's because Dana White is the UFC, and they have a contract with ESPN. It's not hard to figure out the money. ESPN doesn't have some moral standards. And then, uh, so then Dana White did a press conference yesterday. It's funny how he's, he has to report <laughs> like the, about the criticisms. Yeah, I'm here. And God damn, his quotes were amazing. What do you want me to do? So are you gonna be punished? Well, I thought about it and, um, the best option is, uh, no. What are you gonna do? Take me away. That doesn't hurt me. That hurts the fighters. Take the UFC away from me. That hurts my wife. Then we don't have any money. And that's the one we should be helping out. The one I punched in the face. That doesn't help anybody. Come on. Let's think this through. Then he goes, what's my punishment? You. He actually said this. Stay away. <laughs> what's my punishment? You guys. You guys write how I hit my wife. And that's what I got to live with. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, you know what? I deserve that punishment. Uh, from my mansion of reading articles. About how I'm not a great guy all the time. Oh boy. People used to ever speak for me. This is, this is tough. This is tough on me. You know what I have to read about myself? And they're like, Oh, okay. He just convinces meatheads and stuff. But like, you're right. What are you, what, what are you going to do to this guy? Who, who, who's going to take things away? Give it to who, who do you want to run this thing? I'm the only guy who can run this thing. What am I going to give it to John Jones? Our, my fighters, my fighters get arrested running down the Las Vegas strip on cocaine naked in the middle of the night. Fucking, <laughs> they just wreck cars and sprint down the street on a daily basis. You want them running the show? No. Listen, me punching my wife in the VIP section of the Vegas club is the, it's as good as it gets for our league. I do represent the UFC. I do. Talk about Dana White. Anyway, where were we? This Jacksonville Charger game. So I think the Chargers should win, but because Staley, I, I'll take the two and a half with the Jaguars. Um, just because it'd be, I think it's just going to be a great game. Um, Doug Peterson, hopefully he gets coach of the year. I have a future ticket on him and the Jaguars to win. it. Although the, the narrative for Doug Peterson is like, yeah, he's coach of the year, but it's more now it's more of like, just look how bad Urban Meyer was. That's the problem with Doug Peterson winning coach of the year. They probably, he probably won't get it because people are like, yeah, but you know, this just shows how awful Urban Meyer was. And we should never forget how awful Urban Meyer was last year as a person, not just a coach, just a human being. He was one of the, one of the worst seasons of a, as a person. Urban Meyer last year, kicking the kicker, whatever. Fucking <laughs> fingering 90 co-eds, knocked out the play. Everything he did was awful. Left, got fired mid-season. And then, and then it still amazes me how he just hopped back into the Fox College football studio pregame show like nothing happened. Hey, where were you? Where were you for the last eight months, Urban? Ah, no, nah, I just had to go down to Florida to check out something and see if I could coach in the NFL. Apparently, I cannot. They, uh, they hold you accountable for things down there. So anyway, I'm back. Let's break down this Georgia game. What do you say? Oh, God bless him. So, all right, let's go with Jacksonville plus two and a half. And, uh, 
because the charge is going to fuck up somehow. Block Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet, with a million dollars in prizes up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN underdogfantasy.com, you get a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And that should do it for the ad reads. Make sure you go to the merch store too for the certificates. I'm if you're watching on YouTube. You see, I have a new SGPN five panel golf cap. I was told that's the cool hat by a kid, by some, by somebody. I didn't, unbeknownst to me, accidentally, I found out that this is what the kids wear the five panel style. Uh, there's bottom line bombs merch now, by the way, you can get a man in a box, uh, merch t-shirt or hoodie or bottom line bombs. My logo there, as you see there, right there made by the great blue steel. Um, T-shirts and hoodies. So go to the SGPN merch store and get some bottom line bombs and uh, DJ Sullivan man in the box stuff. All right. So far we've done, we only done three. Yeah, we've done three games. We have three more to go. We've been out San Fran minus nine and a half, Buffalo minus 13, Jacksonville plus two and a half. You got to take one. You got to take one dog. It's a home dog. So we'll do it. Although I like the over more than I like anything there. If I, if I, if I really have to tell you my pick. <laughs> Which I guess I should, since you're my listeners. Reminds me of my dad when, uh, way back when I used to do a show called The Visitor's Locker Room, he would call in. He was our horse handicapper. He'd break down the major triple crown races, like 10 minutes segment. It was amazing. Exactly how the race was going to go down. People were writing, writing his words down, word for word. And then he'd call me after the show and go, okay, this is who we're really going to bet on. <laughs> I'm not giving away free picks of those idiots. Those idiots meant my listeners. Anyways, I'm going to take the over that game. I like uh, whatever. I'll take Jacksonville plus two and a half. I, I agree with that one. I do really like Buffalo. And this game is another one where I'm not too, too highly on it, but it'll be definitely the most entertaining playoff game in a different way. I think Jacksonville Chargers will be entertaining and good football. It'll be fun, a lot of points. The next one, Minnesota and the Giants, is going to be very entertaining as far as uh, fucking up. This is going to be the... the, the go- <laughs> Who's going to be the GOAT? I don't mean the stupid acronym LL Cool J started, greatest of all time. I mean like uh, Steve Bartman type GOAT. Because someone's going to mess up. That's what these teams do. At least that's what Minnesota does. Minnesota's famous. Legend, do, do, they do great mess-ups in the play. They do them in a colossal way to either for or against. Usually it's against. But occasionally, they'll go for. Like Stefan Diggs, that miracle uh, Minneapolis play. They followed up immediately by getting smoked the next week in the NFC Championship game to Philly. But that's what they do. Missed field goals and Blair Walsh missed like a 25 yard field goal at home versus Seattle. Seattle couldn't luck box their way in and then they got crushed next week. Gary Anderson missing a field goal. The Vikings love fucking up at home, these home playoff games. But they're playing the Giants this week, so this is kind of a fraud bowl. They're both frauds. The Vikings have been a fraud all year. Legendary frauds. They're the two seed. They're like 
12 and four, whatever the hell they are. Third, I mean, who knows? Their record's amazing, yet they've been outscored. It's like it's unprecedented. And the Giants have also been outscored. But at least the Giants have had the self-respect to have a a record that <laughs> that shows it. Like we know the but the Vikings, the Vikings are lying to everybody. So I don't like them. Um these Giants, though. Everyone likes the Giants as a home dog because they just played a couple weeks ago. But if you watch that game, they, they're all they're all just fucking up. It's blocked punts. It's all things that never doesn't re- normally happen. But it happens with these teams all the time. Who are these Giants? Richie James is their number one receiver. At least the at least the Vikings you've heard of their players. Justin Jefferson's great. Dalvin Cook's great. I mean, great Saquon Barkley, but some of these receivers, Hotskins, what? Who the fuck? Daniel Jones. All of a sudden, we think Daniel Jones is good. I'm not sure why, but he is. Apparently, he is. Is he better than Kirk Cousins? Well, I think it's a who's worse. Who's less? Who's less worse? Cousins or Danny Dimes? As Chase Bentley says, Danny Dimes has been playing great. He runs the ball a lot more. If you're if you're looking for props, take Danny Dimes' rushing over. I think it's like 35 yards. People love talking about Josh Allen, but Danny Dimes, he loves running the ball. Um, it's I don't know. The problem is everyone thinks Giants are just going to win. I I kind of like I kind of I like Minnesota minus three. We're going to go with it. I'm going to go ahead and put it down there just to get it over with. <laughs> but I'm predicting a disastrous play on either one of the teams. And I mean, they'll have a blocked punt that the other guy will accidentally kick Leon let style or, you know, some, something ridiculous is going to happen. That's not football related. That's going to be the result of this game. And uh, Danny Dines versus Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is just going to sneak under the primetime. We all know Kirk Cousins and primetime is awful. But this game is 4 o'clock on Sunday range. So he's just sneaking it in there. Like by the time, you know, it's the second game on Sunday for Cousins. And he's kind of like that dad. So it's going to get a little late for him. So he, has, he better put them away early if it gets to the fourth quarter. It's gonna be bad. So anyway, let's just let's just do Minnesota minus three and get the hell out of that game. Because I don't know. I honestly don't know what's gonna. I mean, like I know what's gonna go up with the other games, but that one I really don't know. This one we do know. Cincinnati, Baltimore, again, third time division rivals, but we know what's gonna happen here. Lines eight and a half. It was at six. Fun flying up because now they just played last week, which is uh, rare. That happens a few times. It was funny because Bengals were talking a lot of shit. That's kind of being awkward. Like, oh, you guys are back? Oh, well, we were just talking shit about coin flips and whatnot. All right, let's do it again. But the reason why they did that is because they're not afraid of Baltimore because Baltimore has no quarterback. They literally have no qu- They don't know who their quarterback is. You ask Harbaugh and he gets mad. Hey, who's, who's going to be quarterback? Is Lamar Jackson back? What? Lamar? Why are you asking about me? I don't know. Why would you ask me? Well, you're the coach. We figured you would know about Lamar Jackson. Nope, I have no clue. Lamar Jackson is a really weird situation going on there. They the, the Ravens have been awful without him. Huntley and whoever the fuck the other guy was last week, they were terrible. That guy last week wasn't that bad. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, they need Lamar Jackson. They don't have Lamar Jackson. They're not, they're not. They are that. They are the Ravens. And he gambled on himself. I love saying that. He gambled on himself. 
and he lost or he won. I would never. They always say they tell you to gamble on yourself. It's always good life advice. Fuck that. I'm a loser. Why would I gamble on myself? I'm a mush. Gamble on myself. No, I gamble on other people. Like Joe Burrow. I'll, I'll, how about I gamble on Joe Burrow, not CJ Sullivan? <laughs> I'm a lock of a loser. I wish I could gamble on myself. I wish I wish Vegas would put a line on me in life. I'd hit the under every time. I'll gamble on myself. I'll fade me. But Lamar, he's been out since uh, December 4th, over a month. He's supposed, supposed to be like a week or two, and he just hasn't come back. And a lot of rumors have come up that because he, he's going to be a free agent and he's his own agent and he wants a contract. So he doesn't want to re-injure himself for the contract. He wants to sign a big deal. He wants a Deshaun Watson type deal. He said, because he turned down 250 million. Apparently that Deshaun Watson deals fucking everything up <laughs> because, Hey, well he got 270 million guaranteed. That's what I want. Listen, we can't compare ourselves to what the Browns do. The Browns are dumb, all right? They didn't even check to see if Watson was good at football anymore. And he has 35 cases pending on him. We can't, you can't, listen, act like the Browns never happened. We do, okay? People are saying that he's sitting out because it's kind of, I don't buy that. Let's, it doesn't seem like Lamar Jackson. If he's got a hurt knee. In, that's the thing people don't realize. Lamar Jackson with a hurt knee is not Lamar Jackson. Like Dan Orslowski and whatever, and other quarterbacks, analysts are like, well, you could play on that knee. Come on. Yeah, you could play on it. You just sit in a pocket like and you run a 6-2-40 and throw the ball. Well, Lamar Jackson runs like nobody else has ever ran before in that position. So he needs his knee. And he's 25. He shouldn't go out there. I mean... He's the same age as Stetson Bennett, the quarterback for Georgia, who just won a national championship, which is ridiculous, by the way. How is that legal? The guy's got a fucking, like, family. He's already been fired from jobs. <laughs> Chris Wecky did that same thing. He goes, ah, I go play baseball for six years. I ran a business. Now I'm, now I'm winning the Heisman versus 19-year-olds. <laughs> that Georgia game was not Quite a masker. I don't know. Then they have these like these fake criticisms of Georgia. I, I get it. You won. You can talk your shit. College football is just creepy when people are like. Oh, shout out to Colby Dam, my college guy. But like, it's very southern. Like, yeah, no one said we could do it. Really? No, no one said that at all. Everyone said you could do it. Everyone said you would do it. Actually, said so people said we're gonna lose five games. Nobody, nobody, nobody said that. We all, eh, you all said Stetson Bennett couldn't do. Actually, your coaches said that he was a walk-on, transferred, and your coaches said he was. They said he was terrible last week. When you guys should have lost Ohio State. <laughs> your coaches said that. Yep, I know. That's what they said. No, you. Yeah, that's what we said. No, don't you look foolish. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but. People are furious at TCU in the college playoffs. They said, ah, TCU, I don't ever want to see you again. This is an embarrassment. Would, would, blame Harbaugh. What do you want TCU to do? We beat, it's not our fault we beat Michigan. Yeah, they should have beat us, but they, they freaked out. They didn't, want to see, they didn't want to get crushed by Georgia. So Harbaugh's bringing his khakis to Denver. Harbaugh going to the pros is hilarious. 
He just he just talks a game and then fucking fails miserably every time in a bowl game. Anyway, um, where were we? Yeah, Bengals eight and a half because who knows who's quarter. It's it's funny that the uh, we don't know who's going to quarterback for the Ravens and Harbaugh has no idea who's going to the other Harbaugh. That's the, all the Harbaugh should be in the pros. Should not be coaching. Doesn't know who's going to be quarterbacking, and he gets mad at you when you ask him. So. We're going to go with Cincinnati Bengals minus eight and a half. Get it? It's, it's going to keep going up. Bomb it. All right. We've breaking down five playoff games so far. We gave you San Fran minus nine and a half. Buffalo minus 13. That's a, you know, that's going to happen. Jacksonville plus two and a half. Minnesota minus three and Bengals minus eight and a half. And the last game. Before we do a man in the box segment and also welcome everyone on YouTube commenting and listening to on Spotify. Um, the last game is Dallas Tampa Bay Monday night, which is hilarious. You're doing this on Monday night. Cause this is such a ratings hype disaster show. This is going to be the biggest hype disaster show of the weekend. Jags charges going to be most fun. Uh, Giants Vikings going to be most, uh, Follies, and this is just going to be this is the biggest Cowboys Tom Brady. It doesn't get it doesn't get more it doesn't get bigger and uh, more of a disaster. All I mean, this is just a hype game. I can't even finish my sentence because I'm laughing about it. I'm laughing about what's going to happen. Um, so Dallas is two and a half. This is weird. This was if this line was set a month ago, Dallas would be minus eight. But Dallas has done something uh, pretty interesting. Dallas is also known for falling apart in the playoffs in hysterical ways. Either Tony Romo dropping the hold or last year, last year they <laughs> Dak, they, make, they called a quarterback draw with no timeouts and the clock just ran out. I mean, they're fun. The Cowboys are fun. They like, they like the meltdown in the playoffs in spectacular way. And this year they they've started it early. The last month, they've kind of shown you signs like this is what's going to happen. We were they were great, and now well, it started a little early. Dak Prescott has forgotten how to play football. That's been an interesting turn. Can't be feeling too great about that. He led the league in interceptions this year. He missed five games. Think about that. Think about that, Dak. Um, even the press down in Dallas, they're, they're, they're world is assuming the Cowboys have already lost this game. Like you, you're going to fall. You're, you're going to fucking, <laughs> you're going to embarrass yourself to Tom Brady, right? That's what's going to happen. They're favored in the game. And the reporters are asking, so uh, Jerry Jones, when, when you guys lose on Monday, you're going to fire McCarthy and hire Sean Payton. That's going to happen. Right. And Jerry Jones like, what? We haven't played the game yet. Yeah, I know we haven't played, but you're going to lose. You know you're going to lose. You want to lose. It's in the script to lose. So can we fire McCarthy already? <laughs> and Jones, Jones said no. In Jones' defense, he actually he said no. What are you talking about? We still have to play the game. And the media knows that he can't answer it honestly. But they just, man, they're, they're just hoping. Maybe. Maybe he's got enough scotch in him today. He's going to give us a scotch truth bomb. You know, an old Texas scotch truth bomb. Give us a quote. <laughs> Oh man! So these cow, so these cowboys, 
the reason why I think this is a big hype disaster show because now they're playing Tampa Bay. And even now that we assume Dallas is going to lose in spectacular fashion, but we also assume that Tampa Bay has just fixed all their problems and they can just flip a switch and Brady's just going to be Brady because it's the playoffs. Well, it's the playoffs and that's what Brady wins because he's Tom Brady. And they played, they played a good quarter versus Carolina two weeks ago. So they're, they're fixed <laughs> and they beat <laughs> and they played the Falcons for a half. Well, good for you. And we believe it. It's kind of like the, the dad who wants to step out of the step out of his family and a waitress calls him honey. So he thinks he's got it. Yeah, I can go out there. I can still date, you know, fuck this family. I want to leave my family and go, go ahead. He'll go on the prowl. That waitress at a diner called me honey. Yeah, no, it's going to go bad for you, buddy. You don't want to be out there. It's going to be brutal. You have to learn a TikTok dance. You're not going to want to do that. Anyway, um, here's another game I like the over in too because the defense is bad for Dallas. They used to be good. And I think Tom Brady himself, this is going to be Brady. I don't think Brady, I don't think the Bucs are going to win this game. Too many people like the Bucs. And I think Brady's going, Brady knows, Brady knows come or hell or high water. This is his last game at Tampa Bay, at Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Bay. He probably doesn't even want to win it. Because he wants to get this offseason going and then get this ass to Vegas or Miami or somewhere. So he's going to go out like Kobe. And Kobe scored 60 in his last game and he shot like 95 shots. <laughs> like, and he wanted a ball. Fuck you. Give and go. Right, Kilborn used to say. Give me the ball and you go to hell. That's the give and go. <laughs> I always love that one. Hey, Kilborn a dick, but that, that always made me laugh. Um, <laughs> so I think Brady is going to throw the ball 80 times to get to 300 yards or 400 yards, whatever it is, to the detriment of anyone, for that, anyone. Who cares? We're throwing the ball. I don't care if we go three and out. Give, give the Dallas another touchdown, whatever. I am getting mine. I'm Tom Brady. I'm Tom Brady. So two and a half, we're getting a pretty good value there. So I'm going to lay minus two and a half. There's a hype disaster show. As much as I hate to say Dallas Cowboys, which would set up a great matchup, Dallas and Philly. So Dallas two and a half, detonate it, blow it up. All right. And we just blew through six playoff games. Let me switch to the box. Here we are in the box. Do I rock the glasses or no glass? Oh man, I look awful without the glass. I've, these glasses. Welcome everybody to the bottom line bombs. Those were the five. Let me lock them. Let me lock them in real quick. Six playoff games for the wild card. Super wild card weekend. All the big favorites: Niners minus nine and a half, Buffalo minus thirteen, Cincy minus eight and a half. Uh, the tight games are like Minnesota minus three, Dallas minus two and a half, and Jacksonville plus two and a half. The only dog is Jacksonville. Everyone likes Tampa Bay and the Giants. That's the reason why I kind of went away from it. But doesn't matter. Now let's get to the box, the glasses. Yeah. I wore these glasses as a joke. It's more of a gambling uniform. I like the, the look, the yellow glasses. If you can see, you can see on YouTube. You can if you're listening. Well, you've seen my man in the box uh, provost. 
kind of has like a militia look. It's like a, maybe a white nationalist kind of, you like JT Walsh in American history X, you know, the, that it looks very racist. These glasses, which I obviously I don't agree with those politics, but I kind of like their looks sometimes for, for your older whites. You know, you can't get too many. <laughs> it's a funny look. I'm saying, I think it's funny, but now it's, now it's gone on too far where like, okay, is this a joke? These glasses or is this, I am now. Which is a lot of my things. I start, I start doing things like mustaches and shit like that. I'll do it as a bit. And now I'm like, well, now I, now I try to shave my mustache and it just comes right back. Like, okay, I guess this is me. These fucking yellow glasses and mustaches. This is, it's not a bit anymore. I am the bit. It's not a joke. But here we are. Speaking of white nationalists, <laughs> let's get to the man in the box. Um, I each week I look for. Sometimes the things that piss me off during during the week when I rant about here. I hate the word rant, but um it's what happens. I, I I'm more of an unraveling. But then sometimes I look at the national there's always some made up uh controversy online. And I saw and there's a couple of great ones this week. Gas stoves. That's a funny one. Gas stoves. People are coming for your gas stoves. I saw that was a story. How is this? It's amazing. There's an article, whatever. They talked about how gas stoves might be uh, harmful to children for, and cause their asthma and there's the chemicals in there and whatnot. And they said, yeah, maybe in the future we're not going to make gas stoves anymore, make them all electric. And then the Republican decide every, no matter what, no matter what it is, the response is always the same. You're not coming for my. You're not coming for my stove. You're not coming. Everything's coming for you. Everything's a fuck. Like they're gonna storm your house. Now these libtards want to come and take your stove. You can pry it out of my hot, dead, cold, dead hand. Yeah, but the hands are probably gonna be hot because it's on a stove. But my cold, dead hands. I mean, Jesus Christ! Come, no one's. Taking your fucking stove. They just want to fire up their base. These Republican, these politicians, they don't even know why a gas stove is better anyway. They don't even know what the argument for it is. Does it make cooking better? How the, how the hell would you know what makes cooking better? Ted Cruz. You don't fucking cook a goddamn thing. This is the same crew who's like, think about the children. They always say, they're always thinking about the kids, children, trannies, and schools. Think about the kids. Actually, we are thinking about the kids. The gas stoves is dangerous for kids. Well, fuck the kids then. Fuck the kids. Take take my stove out of my dead kids' hands. <laughs> they're amazing. Then I saw a thing about M and M's. That this has to be these have to be fake. These outrages have to be fake. That's why I feel stupid doing this. Because I feel like I'm just feeding into this. M&M's, which is all PR for them. This has to be just M&M making up this story. They have M&M mascots, which I didn't even know people were, care about these things. What, the store in Times Square? Where they have personalities and they, the one M&M used to be a whore and now she has boots or something? What? Where's the slutty M&M? I want to fuck that M&M. I don't want to have sex with this M&M. Now she... Now she's a feminist Eminem. Where's the men Eminem? Where's the men Eminem's? 
You can take the M&Ms out of my cold, melted hands. It's going to melt in my hands. Not in my mouth. We don't even like M&Ms. It's just been around forever. It was like the first candy. So it's the only candy where the peanut version is way better than the normal one, by the way, M&Ms. Plain M&Ms are ridiculous. They're like fucking chocolate mints. Like you can't, you can't just not knock a bag of those out. You take a couple, a little fun size, maybe. The reason why M&Ms, obviously Mars and whatever companies were famed uh, chocolate company, the, the originals, it was, just, it was just the first candy that had a shell. It was the first. The reason why M&Ms are famous because it was the first chocolate that wouldn't melt in your wool pants all day. <laughs> People used to put chocolate in their suits and their wool fucking suits. And this one had a shell you could, uh, you know, take the train down to Philly with from New York, from Hershey, take it out to Harrisburg. And then eat your chocolate. God damn, this country loved chocolate. We do, do, we do chocolate well. We do a lot of chocolate. Why we're so disgusting. Um, <laughs> they're taking your M&Ms. They're taking your ovens. Who cares if the new P ovens are electric? The gas oven's got to be dangerous. They all, it's always exploding. How about ovens that explode in your house? That's all they do. It's a sure way to blow up your house. It's an automatic suicide. Fire fraud. Not fire fest, but fire fraud. Turn on the oven. You have, I remember when I, uh, when I lived in Chicago, my roommate, Tommy Mayo, shout out to Mayo. <laughs> he was a waiter at Hugo Frogs. Gibsons and all his fucking idiots would come over. They were the kind of guys that, you know, they'd leave work at, leave work with $400 in their pocket and come home with $20 in their pocket because they're doing Coke and drinks and everything all night. Anyway, uh, there it is. And uh, one night, one of his buddies, Scatty put a pizza in the oven, passed out, of course. So then I wake up, go to the bathroom and there's just fumes all over the house. It's like, you can see it waving. I like, guess this, this isn't good. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom, go through the kitchen. I see the oven's been on for, you know, six hours. Fumes everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? I just say that. I don't even, I didn't even say what happened. Now here's on, he's on the couch. Just rat. Totally safe, dude. Totally safe. Totally safe, bro. I was going to get to that. But yeah, since you're in there, can you turn that off? So I say, go ahead and take these gas ovens away. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, we are the bottom. We are. I am. I am we. The bottom line bombs. The man in the box. Um, this has been the Wacky Wild Card Weekend. Uh, I should plug. If you're going to, uh, like I said, go to the merch store at SGPN. There's bottom line bombs and man in the box. Um, merch there. T-shirts, hoodies. Along with other things. Um, check my other podcast out, the blackout diaries with Sean Flannery drink storytelling show. That's if you want more of me and who wouldn't want more of me talking like this as I'm going crazy. Um, follow me on Instagram as well. CJ Sullivan was taking a lot of underscores. Um, 
That's about it. I want to give a shout out. Uh, shout out. He's a fucking idiot. Speaking of the Chicago comedy community, uh, we lost a family member, Elizabeth McQuern, RIP, not to bring the show down. She passed away yesterday. I do. I bring that up because, um, one, of course, condolences to, there's a GoFundMe for her son, Champ, and Brian Bowden. Um, but I did bring that up because the other day, and I'll end the show on this, someone was talking, they were talking to me, explaining how someone died, and it took me 10 minutes, or maybe 10 minutes, uh, to realize they were talking about their dog. And I get it. People love their dogs. And it's sad when their dog dies. I'm not dismissing the dog dying being sad. But if you're going to tell me the story about your dog dying, lead with it being a dog. I thought it was a kid for like six minutes. And then when I found out it was, it was a dog, I was furious. Like, oh, God, we're just so devastated. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't ask questions. How did it happen? So how did it happen? Oh, I got hit by, a, hit by a car. Oh, my God. That's horrible. And then he starts, <laughs> he starts talking about, wait, what was his name? Twinkie? Your son's name was Twinkie? No. But, he, but then he starts talking about like, <laughs> and I don't know, when, when's the protocol to get another one? You know, some say six months, some say a year. Like, an, uh, another one? Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's nine months. I think those are the laws of science. You can get another kid in nine months. But then I found out, it was a, a dog. you just get another one. That's what they're talking about. Well, how, are we, how are we ever going to get over this? Probably by going to the uh, pound and getting another one. That's how we're going to get over it. People hate humans. Especially dog lovers. They hate human beings. They treat their dogs like you. They, they talk, talking about your dog as a person is it's a little insulting. I'm just trying to say that. And I was reminded of that yesterday when we lost an actual human being. Um, but that's what goes on here in the bottom line bombs and life. Life is a part of, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, life is a part of death or death is a part of life. That's the saying. Death is a part of life. Death happens so much in the Irish world that, uh, hell, we're shocked that we're around this long. Anyway, um, that's going to do it for the show this week. Let's wrap this up underneath an hour. Uh, I am CJ Sullivan. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Eric Costa. Thanks, Chase Bentley, everyone on YouTube. Thank you, guys, for listening. Don't forget to review it and put five stars on Spotify or iTunes or wherever the hell you listen to it on the SGPN. Play that techno music and good night.